it's so hard because you're like you see yourself in a way in a certain kind of way and you want others to see you in that same way so it's like if if i don't say it then then they don't see it Everybody to the Savage Voice. This is Amy and Vivi, and it is Savage Talk Week. So this week we're talking about really it's about owning your shit. Okay, but we're talking about owning in, our shit. And owning your shit is about honesty, integrity, and accountability. All right, so let's break this down. So you're saying that they loop together. Yes. And I can see that. And usually these have to do with you seeing things kind of coming up with the women around you, what's going on with them. And I think you asked me about the retreat. And during the retreat, I think this this was a theme that, that we talked about. Because until you own your shit, you can't fix your shit. Absolutely. So, yeah. So let's start breaking this down then. Okay. Let's start with let's start with honesty. Okay. And we're talking about being honest with yourself at this point. Yeah, but also in accountability, you have to be honest with yourself and honest with other people. Because sometimes, sometimes we're like, okay, I I I know this in me, but I don't want you to know it, Amy. Okay. So I'm still not accountable to my shit because I'm hiding stuff. Okay. So it's accountable, but mainly accountable, honesty with yourself. So knowing where and and acknowledging where there are opportunities for change and opportunities for improvement in yourself, knowing where there's challenges, whether that's in how you operate or your personality or just, you know, how you function in life. I think a lot of times we stay in the same place because we are not able to be honest and acknowledge the things that we do not do well. Yeah. I mean, that's really being realistic to an extent too. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, nobody does everything well. And we're, I think often we are, we think we're expected to so therefore we try and just do that and realistically and honestly speaking like you 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 aren't going to be good at every damn thing that gets thrown at you no you're not going to be good at everything that's thrown at you i will put it this way in my in my world there are natural talents that people have Mm -hmm. and then there are things that you have to work out right i don't think if there's something and it's because this is the way I operate and I can be wrong. <laughs> but I don't think there, if there is something that you truly want to do, even if you're not a natural, you don't have a natural infinity to it, you can work towards that space and do well. But you have, it's work. Like, I do well in math, but math is work to me. Mm-hmm. I have to, like, really think about math. And it's weird because. People are like, well, I've taken a lot of math classes and I do a lot of math stuff. That's because I feel like I need to do that in order to do well in that space. So 
I work in finance, so I need to do well in that space. Right. So I, I, I don't have a problem with putting in that work. So, but there are things that come up that you might not want to put in the work. So it is going to be what it's going to be. Right. But so it's choices that we, there's natural talent that we have. You're an artist. And I think probably a lot of it comes naturally to you. And that's the way my brain works. That's the way your brain works. And then there are things that you do that you might not be the the happiest doing, but you still do fairly well because you put some work into it. Yeah. And then there's some things that we're all like, I don't want to do this shit over here. Yeah. Well, and interestingly enough, I think for me specifically, the owning your shit over the last few years has turned into, I mean, I have an ADHD diagnosis and there is a reality to that, that Mm -hmm. I had to come to terms with. Okay. And realize that there's going to be some stuff that no matter how hard I work, it's not going to happen. Okay. It's just not. It it isn't realistic for me to expect that that's going to be the the way that I can be or work or do or whatever. And so that part was owning my shit too, that it didn't make any sense for me to beat myself up over something that I, I couldn't do like okay. I just can't do it because that's just as bad as not putting in that the effort if you need to like I, I had yeah. to own that I had to own that yeah and understand that that's where I am and that's still something I'm working on obviously but I do think there are some things that you have to realistically look and say I, I I'm not going to work myself out of that I'm not going to hard work myself into being better at that thing yeah i mean yeah so it just but that's that's being real with yourself and being honest with yourself about where you are but then you're going to have to be honest with people around you about that too absolutely and that that's what i say you can be honest with yourself but if you're not honest with others then it still creates some and that part's harder, I think, than being honest with yourself when it comes to some of that. I think it depends on what it is. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on what it is and who it is, right? There are definitely people that I have a hard time owning my shit to because I care a lot about how they see me right, and how they view me. And sometimes <laughs> it, you don't understand it's, if you just own your shit and be honest with people that they might accommodate the thing, right? Or sometimes it's not important to them. So you never know until you say it, but it's so hard because you're like, you see yourself in a way, in a certain kind of way, and you want others to see you in that same way. So it's like, if, if I don't say it, then then they don't see it. Right. But a lot of times they see it. So you're like. Yeah. Which I think goes nicely into integrity. then, Which I know is a huge value of yours and really important to you. So talk a little bit more about how you think those wrap together. Well, in, in order to have integrity, you have to have honesty. I feel like 
integrity is the is the practice of honesty throughout your life. It's being is being transparent, is showing up and and being okay with just being seen as you are. It's a character value, right? Okay. Honesty can be that, but I think that's where I kind of bridge the gap. Integrity speaks to your character because your behaviors consistently mm-hmm. are in a direction that shows that you can be trusted. Trust is high for me because if I don't trust people, then I can I can't be transparent with them because mm-hmm. my natural instinct is to shield and protect myself. Uh-huh. And so if you're not trustworthy, then you're not worthy of seeing all of me. And that becomes really hard. That's my toxic trait. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's working in the corporate world. It's been hard to maneuver in that light because so many people do so many things just to move forward, things that morally and sometimes you know just in the light of just just process wise is not the right thing to do and I've never wanted to be that person right and so trying to do the right thing in the right space is where I've tried to have integrity in my life and it doesn't always work that you do the right thing in the right space because you can only do what you have the skill sets and the opportunities to do right. but having the correct intention maybe is the better thing is the having the correct intention of doing the right thing okay. in the right space and not trying to harm others okay okay and your third tenant accountability 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 I, I feel like this is the one where you want to shake people probably when you're talking to them a little bit. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I can see it in your face. Like my face is like hot now. <laughs> so talk to us about like what accountability means for you. Accountability means just showing up and doing what you say you're going to do. Okay. Simple as that. Doing what you say you're going to do. And sometimes... If it doesn't happen, owning the fact that you didn't do it mm-hmm. and and correcting that situation for whatever happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is hard for a lot of people. Yeah, I, well, it, it's you don't want to disappoint others. There's definitely a feeling of like not wanting to get in trouble. Right. If that makes sense. Especially if you're in a, like a workspace yeah. or, yeah. or like a school space or So home. sometimes you feel like, well, maybe if I can skirt my way around it, I, I, I can get past this and just move from there. Right. And that's not usually how it works. No, but you still try because maybe this time. <laughs> maybe know? this time. No yeah. So and and I, I think that's just something that like humans do. So it's it, it's really you have to make a conscious effort not to do it. I think for a lot of people, it's not because there's there's sort of like a self-preservation in there a little bit. I, I do. I can absolutely see that being a manager for so long for so many people i i do see that it's like you know when i was processing mortgages and my team and 
every day I would check the pipelines and I would make notes for people to do stuff. Right. And my expectation was that it was done the next day mm-hmm. and people will turn in their things and said that they did it. And some people did not. And I'm like, why did you turn in your paper and say that you did it if you didn't do it? Well, I was going to do it and I was going to get to it and something else happened and whatever, whatever, whatever. Then why did you check it off that you did it? All you had to put is, you know, going to do it tomorrow, did not get to it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's where the integrity comes in. And that's where integrity starts to fall into accountability. So just do what you say you're going to do. If you told me you weren't going to do it, then I'm not going to hold you accountable to do it. But you turned it in and said you're going to do it. Right, right. So that's where the problem, okay. I think. But they wanted to do a good job. Yeah. They wanted to try to make it happen. And it just didn't get there. Right, right. Well, I think that when you're, when you're dealing with people you look up to, that that gets almost harder because you don't want, you don't want to disappoint them. You don't want to then, dis- which then disappoints yourself, which then becomes this spiral of not doing any of these things we're talking about that gets you stuck. Yeah. And so what makes it that, so what makes it disappointing for the other person? So you have this person that you look up to. And you don't want to disappoint them. Give me a scenario what what that disappointment would be. I I feel like, you know, we all have somebody we look up to and we want them to think that we are in I think in our heads we think that they have these expectations for us and they they believe in us and they think that we can do these things and so we're like, okay, if they're gonna believe in me, they're gonna spend this time and effort on me. I need to live up to this. I don't want to disappoint them and have them have spent this time and mental effort and, you know, and then have, and then have me fuck it up. Right. So then you're like, okay, well, I did do a fuck up here. I I don't want them to see the fuck up because then they're going to think I'm not the person they thought I was, but I want to be that person. So then it just like rotates through forever and ever. Okay. That, that's interesting. That's not how my brain works. Okay. That's definitely how my brain works. So (laughs) I'm the person, literally a real example. I was in a group and the way the group operated just did not work for me. Mm-hmm. And this was a brand new promotion, oh. <laughs> like a new team. And like I sold myself as a superstar <laughs> and it was, right. it was, it was a lot. And, and I struggled in that group because of the way the manager managed mm-hmm. and how he thought. Like it just did not work. I'm a structured, analytical, very, a to B kind of person. I know. And he was just fucking like throw the shit in the air and see where it lands and let's let's do this. That's me. And yeah. and it made my stomach hurt. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> and and I went to him. I said, Hey, you know what? I I want to be in this group. I want to show up. I want to do a good job. That's who I am as a person, but I can't do it the way we work today. Mm-hmm. And I need you to help me. This is how I work. Mm-hmm. This is what I do well. What can we do? Uh-huh. 
And that's kind of how I operate. It's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to tell you what I'm good at. Right. And if it doesn't work for this group, if it doesn't fit here, then I got to go somewhere else. Or can you help me? So he left and we got another person who came in as an interim. And I, and I talked to her. I said, look, I really want to help. I feel like I've been in this group and it was almost a year at that point, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I haven't contributed. These are my skill sets. This is what I do well. Mm-hmm. And apparently it doesn't work in this whatever they're doing. Right. Yeah. Help me figure out what can I do to contribute and do well. Because I'm not okay with not doing well. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, we have this other group over here that needs some help. And it sounds like you might have the thing mm-hmm. that they have. And I, she was like, do you mind helping out over here? And I went over there and I, and shit, this is my people. Right. Okay. I'm like, okay. And, and I talked to her and I was like, yeah, you know, I, this is the background that I have. These are the things that I can do well. And, and it, I ended up shifting to that group later. But if you do not advocate for yourself, mm-hmm. you will always be in that spiral. Right. And I hate, I hate to be in the spiral. Yeah. And, and, People will, most people who are reasonable will listen and people who are good leaders and people who want to see you do well will find a shift and find a place for you because we each have talents that we have that we do well. And I'm not saying that that's the only thing you, you do, but can, can we leverage that? Right. You know, I do shit that I don't like to do today, but the bulk of my work is around the things that I do well. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's like 15 percent over here that I just make work. Right. So, yeah. And I think part of that difference is that you put less emphasis on whether or not I want to I want to use the word proud, which is ridiculous. But that's where I'm thinking whether or not that person who was in charge was proud of you or not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so much as proud, but I am very much a person who have pride in their work. Yeah. But that comes from you. That comes from me. Not from outside. Yes. That that's a lot of like a lot of what I have come from me Mm -hmm. and I don't depend a huge amount on people to give me outside stuff. And like, I would say like, I, for me, it depends on whether or not I care about what that person thinks. Yeah. Cause if I don't care, fuck you, like yeah. whatever. But if I care, I care. Yeah. And then it's, it's hard for me to, to have fucked up because I don't want to disappoint them. And I would, I would suggest that, especially when you have that relationship with someone that you really care about, that is the most valuable time right to speak up and to have that conversation because one if you have that feeling about them they usually have some kind of reciprocal feelings about you mm-hmm. and they will be the most willing because they want to see you succeed too right and that's the hard part it's like it's funny so i only danced for my husband like twice okay because he is the person that I care most about. I could dance for strangers. Right. I don't care. I'm not going to see you again. Right. And and he was like, I don't why. I'm like, because 
I don't get the reaction from you that I that makes me feel like this is a good thing, right? So when I don't get that, I feel like it's wrong and I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "But I like it." I'm like, "But you don't show me." So right. So having that conversation helped me a bit. I still don't dance for him a lot, but it helped me understand the perspective. Mm-hmm. And and if I was to do it again, I know that where his his feelings are and it's not he's not like into the dance because he doesn't enjoy the dance. It's just who he is. Right. Right. So sometimes you have to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And 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 it is the people that you care about the most because those are the people who yeah it makes it different and that's the hard part i mean like i said if i don't care what somebody thinks i'll just tell them all the things whatever but then when it comes to people you really matter that really matter to you it, it becomes so much it feels stickier it does it does but it's probably not Honestly, you're probably right. (laughs) It's probably easier to actually talk to them than to say these things to these other people because they have no context. Yeah. And they don't really give a shit. Shit. They don't give a shit. No. So it's really, it's it's almost the opposite. But I I think a lot of us think about it differently differently than that. Differently. Yeah. So I, I know this is coming from a specific place. So were there specific things that, that you found were coming up over and over and over again in terms of the owning your shit, like a the- a, some themes that you've seen? One, when we were at retreat, so we talked about what we needed to release. And a lot of the, the, lot, the things that came up, people weren't expecting. Okay. And I think it was because... Until then, they were not ready to own their shit okay. and, and be accountable for the things that we create in our lives. It's easy to blame other people yeah. about your life being shit, but it's like, oh, these are the things that I do. Right. I'm the toxic relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. The other th- spaces, it's, it's frustrating to see young people, and I say young people because I have young ladies that are my children wanting certain things in their lives but not being accountable to do the things to get to the the actions and we live in a very immediate gratification world yeah. and people no longer want to pay the dues that it takes to get to the next space and they just want it immediately because i exist and it's like okay but we got to put in some work to do wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do. There is certain things that are required to get there. And either you do it or you don't. And then don't complain when you don't get to the space. That's, that's, that, I think, is a big pet peeve of mine is people complain when they don't get into the space. And just little things that that happens you know in in spaces that i've been in and like in here if you don't do it don't say you did it it's okay like it's okay that it didn't happen but if you actually own up to it then maybe something else can be done about it Mm -hmm. but if you don't own up to stuff nothing can be done about it and eventually it does come to light 
Mm-hmm. And it's usually a much bigger problem right? at the end. Just evaluate the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And when you check in with that person, see if it's the person that you would want to be around. And see if it's the person that you would want to be the friend or be the in the relationship with or be the employee. You know, are you the person that you would actually want mm-hmm. in your space? And if not, how do we change that? Since we were talking about retreat. Okay. And some of this came up at retreat. Yep. Tell us about the next one. Next one is going to be May the 11th, 2023 mm-hmm. through the 14th. Okay. It is back at Lake Anna. We have another fabulous house. It is on the water. We have water access. We added a day because we ran out of time. Oh, did you? We were doing stuff at like midnight oh. <laughs> on Saturday. Okay. But it was our project. It was fun. Right. But we have a lot of stuff planned for it we are also going to put out so if you haven't been in our space and are not in our savage programs now we've launched our one-on-one coaching and our weekly coaching programs if you're not any in any of those spaces we will offer a few workshops to get you a baseline because when you show up to retreat we want to make sure that there are tangible things that you're ready to work on okay and the information for everything it will be in the show notes if you go to the ascension section you can click on there and you can find information about the retreat about the coaching all of that kind of all stuff of yeah and then also if you have questions or want to tell us a little bit about what you've been doing you can always use the email that's at the bottom of that as well because we would love to hear from you what you're working on if you have thoughts on what we're talking about agree or disagree uh, let us know because we always want to hear from from you and what you're doing and uh, we're just gonna leave you with a go off and own your own shit own your shit all right we will talk to you next month with a new intention Have a great weekend or week, depending on when you're listening to this. We will talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye.